Today's word is captioned, Seven Reasons Not to Miss Heaven. Seven Reasons Not to Miss Heaven. You will agree with me that many people are catching hell on earth, but it is one thing to go through hell and another to go to hell. The song says, If you miss heaven, you miss it all. Revelation 15, 6-8 says, And the seven angels came out of the temple, having the seven plagues, clothed in pure and white linen, and having their breasts girded with golden girdles. And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials full of the wrath of Yahweh, who liveth forever and ever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of Yahweh and from his power. And no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. We will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. The topic again is seven reasons not to miss heaven. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we look to your word today, a very sobering topic, I pray that your Holy Spirit will impress upon the hearts of men and women, boys and girls of your soon coming. Touch hearts, change lives, and save souls, I pray in your son's name. Amen. Let us look at the book of Revelation, chapter 16, verse 1 to 13, and 15 to 21. Revelation, chapter 16. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your way and pour out the veils of the wrath of Yahweh upon the earth. The context makes evident that it will be issued soon after the close of probationary time, but prior to the second coming of Yeshua. Obviously, the unprecedented series of calamities here foretold is yet future. Probation for those upon whom the fall has closed. And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast and upon them which worshipped the image. My brothers and my sisters, there is coming a time on the earth when the wicked shall suffer the wrath of Yahweh, untempered with mercy. This message is to sober up men and women who think that they have time and they are playing with Yahweh's grace, Yahweh's mercy. And while probation lingers, they are still turning a blind eye to the signs of the time. Brothers and sisters, wake up. This coronavirus, COVID-19, which has taken the world over and has government struggling, struggling to support and to protect its citizens. This is nothing compared to what will be coming upon the earth. Please, my warning call to you is to sober up and to wake up from a spiritual slumber. 
And the first went and poured out his veil upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worshipped its image, a noisome and grievous sore. Remember the story of Job? Job's body was covered with sore from his head to his feet until he had to scrape it with a piece of broken clay. He had to scrape the putrefying sores, the sores that were oozing with pus from his body. He was in a state I can imagine the flies were all about brother Job. But you see, brother Job's situation was one that was temporary. It was a temporary one, but this situation is one that is going to be developing from one to the next and plague after plague and it will get more and more dire, more and more difficult for the sinner. It will become burdensome and grievous. It will be a horrific experience for the sinner. And the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea, and it became as the blood of a dead man, and every living soul died in the sea. Every living soul, every fish, every lobster, every conch, every crab, all the unclean foods and the clean foods, everything will die in the sea. Today now we are talking about the corals are being affected with all sorts of diseases, all sorts of scientific names that we are given these diseases that are affecting the corals under the sea. But let me tell you something everything under the sea will die there will be no more food to eat no more seafood to eat because everything will die and not only that not only die but the sea will be stink because if everything in the sea is dead the whales the sharks the great creatures and the small creatures everything will have a scent upon it that will be so stink it will knock you down you think that that seaweed that is floating around that is called sargassum is stink Oh yes, it is stink. It is a foul smell. But listen to me now. When the sea is turned into blood and the rivers are turned into blood, the whole earth will stink. The whole earth will stink. A terrible time is coming upon the earth. A terrible time is coming upon the earth. The scripture says that the sea became as the blood of a dead man and every living soul died in the sea. And the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and the fountains of waters, and there became blood. And I heard the angel of the waters say, Thou art righteous, O Yahweh, which art and worst and shall be, because thou hast judged thus. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink, for they are worthy. Yahweh is righteous. Everything he does is righteous. The angel is telling Yahweh, you are righteous, O Yahweh, because they have killed the saints. They have destroyed them by the sword. They have done all sorts of unimaginable and unthinkable things to those who served Yahweh. And now Yahweh is giving them back blood to drink. The rivers are turned to blood. The oceans are turned to blood. The sea is stink. The rivers are stink. What will the wicked drink? This is a very serious situation. After the sores, there's nothing to wash the sores. There's nothing to clean the sores. And then after that, now the sea becomes as blood. You cannot go to the sea for the sea is stink and filled with the blood of a dead man. My brother and my sister, if that couldn't be worse, they go to the river to get water to wash themselves, to wash themselves, to wash the putrefying sores. But the rivers are like a dead man's blood and stink because every living soul in the river is dead. 
Imagine they go to the faucet or they go to their cisterns for water and the cistern is filled with dead man's blood and the water from the pipe is coming from the government reservoir is as the blood of a dead man stink also. Brothers and sisters, this is agony. This is the retribution. This is the recompense of the wicked who laughed and who mocked at Yahweh's grace and Yahweh's mercy. Picture with me, if you may, in a household, the husband has been telling the wife to give her heart to Yahweh, but she laughed at him. She mocked at him. The children took sides with her, and now that all the waters of the earth is turned to blood, they have nothing to drink. But when the father goes into the refrigerator, or he goes to the bottle to take up to drink, his water is as pure as crystal, and he can drink that water, and how his heart must ache that his wife or his children children cannot drink that water for as he hands the water over to the wife or to the children it turns into blood into their hands this is a solemn warning that i'm giving to you today Yahweh's word is not to be taken lightly Yahweh's word is not to be taken lightly yes they may mock Yahweh now they may mock his preachers they may mock the christians but the time is coming when Yahweh will give the wicked blood to drink and i know that they will not drink that blood and that would not even come to them, death will evade them. Not even death will come to them then. Verse 8. And the fourth angel poured out his veil upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat, and blasphemed the name of Yahweh, which hath power over these plagues, and they repented not to give him glory. Brothers and sisters, even in a time like that, the wicked are so wicked that they could not even repent, they could not even cry out to Yahweh because of their wicked hearts, because they were already sealed. They do was already sealed. The sun scorched them. You think that the sun is hot now? I have read in the news that in France many people have died from heat stroke. I've seen on the news where people go to the fire hydrants and just get themselves wet down with the water because of the, the heat wave that was passing around the world. My brothers and my sisters, they had water to quench the heat. They have water to drink to quench the heat. But then in this plague, in the the plague of the fourth angel the plague of the fourth angel there will be no water to quench the heat there will be no sea water to cool you down there will be no rivers to go to because it will be like the blood of a dead man stink the sea is stink and the rivers are stink what will the wicked do the wicked have a chance now to give their heart to yeshua to turn their lives over to yahweh before it is too late and the fifth angel poured out his veil upon the seat of the beast and his kingdom. And his kingdom was full of darkness, and they gnawed their tongues for pain. The fact that at the time of the fifth plague, men are still suffering from the sores of the first plague clearly implies that the plague are poured out successively and within a comparatively short period of time. It appears also that the judgment of mystical Babylon, which takes place under the seventh plague, precedes that of the kings of the earth at the appearance of Yeshua. And the fifth angel poured out his veil upon the seat of the beast. 
and his kingdom was full of darkness, and they gnawed their tongues in pain. The seat of the beast is here, the headquarters of the papacy. The papacy, oh yes, over there in the Vatican, in its revived state. Not so much in its religious aspect as in its assumed role of a world power dominant over the world powers. Yes, the seat of the beast is apparently his headquarters. The beast here represents primarily the papacy in its revived state. Yes, there will be darkness over there in the kingdom of the beast. Literal darkness. In other words, his kingdom became darkened and it remained so for a period of time. This is a literal darkness with its attendant cold and misery. The absence of light and heat would be all the more impressive and painful after the intense heat experienced under the fourth plague. Yes, the papacy, the Vatican City, that in itself will be a darkened literal place. It will be literally darkened, just as it is spiritually darkened. They gnawed their tongues in pain or kept biting their tongues out of pain, possibly an intense cold accompanied the prolonged darkness. And verse 11 says, And blasphemed the Elohim of heaven because of their pains and their souls and repented not of their deeds. Verse 12, And the sixth angel poured out his veil upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east may be prepared. The Euphrates represent the people over whom mystical Babylon holds sway, made them drunk with the false teaching, and the drying up of its waters, the withdrawal of their support from Babylon. The kings of the east here is Yeshua and those accompanying him and Armageddon, the last battle of the great controversy between Yeshua and Satan fought out on the battlefield of this earth. Thus, the withdrawal of human support from mystical Babylon is seen as the removal of the last barrier to her ultimate defeat and punishment. My brothers and my sisters, the drying up of the waters of Euphrates refers to the withdrawal of human support from mystical Babylon in connection with the sixth plague. Oh yes, my brothers and my sisters, the way will be prepared by the withdrawal of human support from mystical Babylon. Verse 13, And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. These three unclean spirits, uh, commenters agree on identifying the dragon, the beast and the false prophet as modern spiritism or paganism. The papacy and apostate protestantism. The three unclean spirits apparently either symbolize or represent this evil trio of religious power which together constitute latter-day great Babylon. The fact that John said the spirits look like frogs only highlights the repulsiveness of the three unclean spirits in the sights of Yahweh. The mouth is the instrument of speech coming forth from the mouth of the dragon of the beast and of the false prophet. These three unclean spirits represent policy that this threefold religious union proclaims to the world, spoken of in chapter 17 and verse 2 as the wine of Babylon, which have drunken the kings and the inhabitants of the earth with the false teaching, the false doctrine, the false dogma, the apostasy. This is what is seen coming out of the mouth of the dragon and of the beast and of the false prophet. 
The dragon here, the first member of this threefold religious union, is generally identified either as spiritism or paganism. Indeed, many pagans worship spirits and practice various forms of spiritism, more or less resembling modern spiritism as practiced in Christian lands. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world, and to gather them to the battle of that great day of Yahweh Almighty. Oh yes, so this false religious system, this false system is fooling off and deceiving the world, deceiving the world and making the way ready for Yahweh to come and take over and to destroy sin once and for all from the earth. And that is why he said in verse 15, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Christians are those who say that they are Christians, going to church week in and week out, Saturday after Saturday and Sunday after Sunday. Yeshua is saying, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments. If you are saying that you have garments, the garments of Yeshua Hamashiach washed white, in the blood of the Lamb, then you are to keep your garments lest you walk naked and everyone see your shame that you are pretending that you are having a form of godliness. This is a serious and solemn warning. And the seventh angel poured out his veil into the air, and there came a great noise out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, It is done. The same words to be uttered a second time at the recreation of the new earth. Similar words, and you can find that in Revelation 21 verse 6. Similar words, it is finished, were spoken by our master upon the cross as he brought his ministry of sacrifice to a close, thereby assuring the success of the plan of redemption. In the context of Revelation 16 and verse 17, the dramatic announcement marks the moment when the revelation of the mystery of iniquity is complete, when the true character of the universal religio-political union of verse 13 and 14 and 19 is unmasked. It is done. Yes, it is done. All of the unfallen worlds, the angels, those who have not sinned, have seen the mystery of iniquity is complete complete when the true character of the universal religio-political union of verse 13, 14, and 19 is unmasked. You see, Yahweh permits the forces of evil to advance to the point of apparent success in their sinister design to eradicate the people of Yahweh. There is a saying, you give a man enough rope to hang himself or you give the fish enough line and then when you're ready, you reel in the fish. My brother and my sister, Yahweh permitted the forces of darkness to advance to the point where they thought that their sinister plans to destroy and to eradicate his people, they thought that they were successful. Yahweh permits the forces of evil to advance to the point of apparent success. He allowed them to think that their plans to eradicate his people were successful. But Yeshua, when he was on earth, he said, this is his church and upon this rock he will build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against his people. And the wicked rushed forward with shouts of triumph to annihilate the saints. The voice of Yahweh is heard declaring, It is done! This declaration terminates the time of Jacob's trouble, delivers the saints, and ushers in the seventh plague. 
Oh yes, my brother and my sister. And verse 18 says, And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake, and so great. The voice is here. You can look at Revelation chapter 11 and verse 15. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of this world are become the kingdom of our master and of his Messiah, and he shall reign forever and ever. There were peals of thunder. You think that you have heard thunder now? You have not heard thunder. That thunder would be so loud, will be so horrific that even the mountains will quake. That thunder will be so bone-shattering. Oh yes, even the very water will vibrate. You haven't heard thunders yet. And there were flashes of lightning. Flashes of lightning. Lightning that will light the whole world. And it will seem as if it is high noon day. My brother and my sister. A great earthquake. It is a literal earthquake. As the remainder of verse 18 implies. But accompanied by a figurative earthquake. Which shatters mystical Babylon in verse 19. As a literal earthquake leaves a literal city in ruins, so a figurative earthquake brings ruins and desolation to great Babylon. The threefold union of verse 13 and 14 collapses. And verse 19 says, And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came into remembrance before Yahweh to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Oh yes, Yahweh said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. That is why you must leave your enemies alone. Leave those alone who oppress you, who victimize you. Leave them alone who hold back your wages. Leave them alone who destroy you. Yes, Yahweh will destroy them with the seven plagues and still cast them into hellfire. And there followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. That great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, her false doctrines, her false teachings, and her blasphemous words against the Most High, and her attempt to change Yahweh's law from the seventh day Sabbath to the first day of the week. This came up in remembrance before Yahweh, and Babylon the Great will be dealt with by a mighty and awesome Yahweh in heaven. Verse 20 says, And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed Yahweh because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. My brothers and my sisters, the weight were about 75 pounds. Imagine 75 pounds coming from the heavens. They sound like whistling missiles coming down and falling upon the earth. Houses, the hills sides will be scarred with the terrific devastation of these falling hails like meteors, showers of meteor from the skies. Luke chapter 3 verse 16 says, John answered saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor, and will gather the wheat into his garner, but the chaff he will burn with fire unquenchable. Those who do not want to be baptized and give their hearts to Yahweh, he will baptize them with fire and brimstone and destroy them from the face of the Lamb and from the earth. Brothers and sisters, softly and tenderly, 
Yeshua is calling, calling for you and for me. At the heart's portal, he's waiting and watching, watching for you and for me. Come home, come home, my brother. Come home, my sister. You who are weary, come home. Earnestly, tenderly, Yeshua is calling, calling, O sinner, come home. Why should you tarry when Yeshua is pleading, pleading for you and for me? Why should we linger and heed not his mercies, mercies for you and for me? My brother and my sister, now is the day of salvation. The master is calling you. The master is calling you. Don't walk away. Don't walk away from him. Heavenly Father, your word has been made plain today. There is a time coming upon the earth such as never was since man was created. Heavenly Father, you will pour out your seven last plagues upon the wicked. Those who do not want to give heed to your word, to your warning. Those who are living as if there is no judgment. But Father in heaven, you have given us your scripture to warn us that there's a time coming when the seven last plagues will be poured out upon the earth and the wicked shall suffer just as they made the righteous suffer, just as they made the son of Yahweh suffer, the lamb of Yahweh slain from the foundation of the world. So the wicked shall suffer for all of the Christians that were martyred, all 50 million plus of the Christians that were killed for your name's sake. The wicked shall receive their recompense. So Father, today, before the seven plagues shall fall and before probation shall close I pray Father in heaven that you will touch the hearts of men and women boys and girls that they will give their lives to you for if it is not bad enough after the seven plagues there shall come destruction in the flames of hell where the wicked shall be destroyed forever so it will not even be finished with the seven plagues but it will finish with the destruction of the wicked in the flames of hell along with satan and his evil angels and the false prophet and the beast oh yes father in heaven so i pray that this message will wake up many who are sleeping and are taking your grace and your mercy for granted this is my prayer Yahweh in your son's mighty name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, PO Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at Proclaim Gospel VI at gmail.com Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601 If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.